Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Rail back with another motherfucker review, man. This is Mayans MC Season Four, Episode Six, and yes, I heard you. Yes, I know I'm late. My fault. My bad. My bad. See, I was gonna get a way to get in. I, look. Uh, so first, I want to apologize for being late. I want to send a special apology to Rance Jackson, who said, "Cuz don't keep us waiting for the Episode Six recap." You're the only person I see on YouTube giving Mayans MC respect. I need that in my life. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I'm here. You know I was coming. Come on, man. I might be a little late, but I'm always on time. Um, As always, man, this is why I'm not understanding, y'all. Help me out. Every week, we hitting about a couple thousand views. So that means a lot of y'all are return people. I'm not seeing it in the subscriptions. If you going to come back every week, give your boy the sub. What am I missing? What more do you want from me? Ah, Tyrese. Yo, we finna get right into the shit. Right into it. I know what y'all came here for, and you're gonna get it. First off, first and foremost, y'all saw it. Angel has solidified himself as the most toxic nigga in all of Mayans, SOA, just television history. Like, he is the highest of toxicity and then this is what i found so dirty this is okay so now that i know that him and coco had real beef between behind the scenes right so much so that coco wanted fucking off he's like i, I can't deal with buddy i'm over this shit kill me off i don't give a shit let's go right so i hope Coco nothing but success, like the real guy. I hope him nothing but success. And hopefully he lands something that I could go watch him in and review, hopefully. So I'm looking forward to Coco. He's a hell of an actor. Um, But is it just me? Or when the club found out that Coco was the one killed in that Oakland slaughter, right? That I was just watching Angel. Because it was just like, he was just like emotionless. And then that conversation he had with Gilly, like, oh, I'll take care of it. It just seemed like he didn't give a shit. It was almost like a a smirking thing. Like, it, it felt like the behind-the-scenes shit had came on screen. Like, yeah, I had beef with his ass, now Coco gone. Like, because everybody else is fucked up over it. But I just didn't see it in Angel at all. And I'm just watching, like, this feels nasty. Like... He, like, he just got one of his ops off the show, and he's like, yeah, so? Everybody else crying, I don't give a shit. And I'm like, if the writers just included that, or he just decided, like, this is how he was going to act it, I'm like, wow. But Gilly is all fucked up over it. He won't blood, because he fucking, you got to, man, how soon we forget? Last season, Gilly held this secret, protected his man's Coco for the entire season. Knew he was on drugs, tried to get him straightened up tracked him down when he knew he was in danger up in meth mountain and went solo he went on a possible death mission up meth mountain to go get coco because he couldn't bring nobody with him because he was still holding his mans down coco was really gilly's mans like we know the core group of angel uh easy coco and gilly we know that core group and creeper creeper was like a was like a uh um like the man off the bench for that but that internal group was them for and 
you know, Gilly and Coco was like each other's peoples. So Gilly's taking it real bad because he risked life, limb. He risked his patch with because if it would have been found out, Gilly knew like shit. Not only Coco would get kicked out the club, but I would too, and maybe badly. Like I don't know the I don't know like the the um the uh, punishment for doing drugs and not showing up to meetings and. You know, I don't know the Mayans rules, but it couldn't be nice. It ain't like they're just like, yeah, turn your patch in. It felt like something bad could have happened. So Gilly really risked everything, you know, for his mans. And just for him to die like that, with him un not around, not there to protect him, not there to go down with him. Because Gilly gives me the energy of, I'm going to go in there. And if if you tell me, like, it's a chance that we may not make it out, Fuck it, sign me up, cause you're not going in by yourself. So I think Gilly is really fucked up that he never and and he held that attitude with Coco. You know, he was so mad. Like he saw Coco trying to get better, trying to get more active, and just you know he was a busybody, and you know he was irritated with Coco. Like, but you knew he was gonna come around eventually, and you knew he still had love for him. But damn. You know, it's one of them chances like, damn, I never really made it right with my mans. I never really, like, let them know, like, yeah, bro, it's cool. I love you. Like, let's just get back to it. Like, so Gilly's fucked up. And then Angel's complete opposite, you know, just taking it on the chin. Like, I know Easy had a lot going on, but you felt it because he wanted war. He said, you know what I'm saying? Easy was like, nah, you know, but we'll get into that. It's, this one's about Angel right now. And Angel just sitting there almost like, and, and I don't know, like maybe it was a state of shock. He could try to pass it off. But to me, I just kind of saw like he didn't really give a shit, like, you know, because of that beef. But then he's like, yeah, I'll go take care of it. I'll go let Letty and Hope know. And what's her name? Like him not even knowing Coco's people's names, you know what I'm saying? It was nasty. And I thought Gilly was just finna crack that motherfucker's face. And I kind of wanted him to. Like, just, just fucking punch Angel right in the face. And as soon as I couldn't think that I'd be mad enough at Angel, like, really, fam? Like, okay. He goes and brings some fucking, I don't know, some Burger King or some shit to Letty, who we ain't seen in fucking two, three episodes. And she's there, fucked up, fucked the crib up. I don't know how she found... So... <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know how she found out that Coco was dead. I think Hope might have been. I think somebody asked that question. Like, was Hope on the phone and heard that? So I think Hope let Letty know. Because uh, that was supposed to, Angel was supposed to inform them what happened. But it seems like Letty already knew. So I was like, okay. So Hope probably heard the whole shit go down over the phone. And, you know, Letty took it out in, in average Letty fashion. But that poor troubled girl. Don't know how to cope. With her emotions and the pain of losing her father, who she just discovered was her father, like, yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And thought it was her big brother. Like, that was just, wow. And they was trying to get this father-daughter relationship going, and you was you was hoping, hoping for that. And here comes Angel. The girl's clearly vulnerable, not in her right mind, fucked up, and don't know no way of coping so she goes in and Angel just couldn't, 
Oh, he's so fucking it. Ladies, is this your is this your king? Angel? Come on, man. Are we like I didn't want Angel to die, but as he smashes the daughter of his deceased brother, that next morning, that's nasty work. I'm sorry. If Angel catch one, but this is my theory. A lot of y'all had Angel dying, right? This season. I got to say, this probably is the episode that shows you that Angel is not going to die this season. This should be, because my thought process is, let okay, follow me. Coco and Angel got beef behind the scenes, right? If Coco knew that Angel was probably going to die that season, he probably would have thugged it out and just stayed with the show. Like, you know what, fam? You on a death list. I'm not. So, Whatever. We could have our beef. I won't have to see you season five. So whatever. But so that lets me know, like, Angel is written in for the rest of this season. So I don't see why Coco would beef with him and leave if he knew the man was dying. So those thoughts of Angel dying this season, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. But um, so, yeah, I, but if he were to like next season, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at all. Cause that was nasty work. Y'all cannot respect that. You you can't. Like Letty fam for real. So that just seemed like a smack in the face too. Like now that we all know the problems, it's like damn Angel. And ugh. But uh, Letty and Hope. I don't. I think I got hope for Hope. I got hope for Hope. That scene with her and Letty in the bed, mourning over Coco. I don't think uh, Hope is going back to Meth Mountain. I think in some way, there'll probably be a way where she's like, I need to stay clean for the memory of Coco. Uh, so I'm not going back to that life because he wouldn't want that. And for everybody that was saying, oh, maybe Letty and um, Hope will unite. Like maybe they'll come closer together. You were correct. That's what it's looking like. It's the first time that uh, Letty was nice to her. And Letty's version of nice is not calling you a crack whore, crackhead, or cussing you the fuck out and, you know, just mental and verbal abuse. So it's a step in a good direction. However, however, I don't see a purpose for Hope and Letty anymore. Like, with the death of Coco... What purpose does Letty and Hope play in this series or this season? Like, what, what, what? Hope only knew Coco. None of the club, no. He and and they just found out that he they had a daughter that he had a daughter not too long ago, and only Gilly gives a shit for real, cause Angel out here fucking them. So like, I don't see their purpose. I don't see what what Letty plays in this series and Hope especially. Like if they wanted to like string on this possible nasty, disgusting ass romance between Letty and Angel. So, you know, just to keep her around, maybe, but Hope, I I have no hope for Hope in that regards. Uh so I guess that's something to watch out for. And while we're talking about toxic motherfuckers, 
Let's roll right into your girl, Emily. Now, all you Emily supporters, it, are we done now? Are we done? Or can we wrap this up with Emily? Can you say, okay, you was right, real Like, you know, I love Emily as an actress, and she's so talented and special, and she's just playing these roles so well. Like, great. Can she play them somewhere else? Like, because I don't see Okay, follow me. First off, I would like to salute Mayans for finding a payphone. I haven't seen a payphone in, I couldn't, bruh, I haven't seen a payphone in like, I'm what, 35 now? I haven't seen a payphone in like 20 years. But maybe that's just some Chicago shit. Like, there's not one payphone in all of the city of Chicago. Maybe still in those, like, maybe a terminal or something, but, like, a on-the-street ground, t- like, that's a booth, especially, like, anybody, if any of y'all got a telephone booth in y'all city, please, somehow, some way, give me the photos to that, because that's, like, some vintage shit, but, yeah, so, Emily finds one of the, one of, one of 2,000 payphones in all of America, and she has a, just enough coin, and, that payphone was some bullshit. Every 45 seconds, it's like, put some money in. Your call's about to end. Give us some more money. I said, damn, you don't even get a minute? The conversation was two minutes. The fucking payphone requested her to pay every other sentence. I was like, get that shit the fuck up out of here. Like, what type of... That's the... Oh, my God. I thought that was weird. But, yeah, so... Emily calls up Easy, finally gets a hold of him. And Easy is confused because he's ready to go to war. And and always when Emily, when when Easy's life is like just in a circle, just like in a in a tizzy, and everything's fucked up, we could he could count on one thing. Emily's gonna call and add on to it in regular Emily fashion. So when Easy thinks he has all the weight of the world and stress on him. Not quite. We got to dab a little Emily cherry right on top to just add to his list of bullshit things to handle. So she's like, tell me if I'm wrong, if this isn't the conversation. Easy. Yeah. Emily, is that you? Yeah. Um, I'm just saying that there were some people following me and asking things about you. And hey, you know that favor that I asked you for? You know, it's about that favor. Like, just... You know, they found me easy, so it's all about that favor. Just, you know, don't get caught. Like, you know, it's about the favor yet again, and there are people after me over that said favor, so just kind of like, you know, be careful. I got to go. If there was any feds listening, any, like, you could get a low level just started yesterday federal agent and tell him hey what did you hear on this phone call well yeah um we were suspicious that she had something to do with this murder and we could only assess that this favor that we're after her about is fucking dealing directly with this like if you go to court and they say what is this favor that you kept saying that they they found you and they was like that was an incriminating phone call in her let me be cryptic and coded in case your cell phone's bugged 
they're listening with the fucking satellite thing in the window and they're zooming in on me. She was so genius to be cryptic on the phone, yet so entirely dumb to not mask it at all. I was just like, you was better off not telling me. Honestly, how did that phone call help him? It only hurts him. If she shut the fuck up and just shut the fuck up. I I was waiting. I was trying to come up with something else, like anything else she could do. But she really literally didn't have to do anything else. I mean, are you following me? If she never says anything to easy, there's nothing to compound that easy had anything to do with it. You get caught. They question you. You call the suspect to tell them they question me about you. Be on the lookout. That doesn't fucking help me. I'd rather not know. So then when they do come, because I'm not talking about this cocksucker that's been killed two seasons ago. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or last season. This death, the death that he she's being interrogated about is fucking so old. Easy has no recollection. I'd be surprised if he even remember of the thousands of favors this bitch asked of him that this was the one that she was talking about. That's how long ago it was. So if anybody was following Easy, he has bigger issues that they probably, if they came looking for Easy, they probably found out more about this incoming war with the Suns and possibly a, a Coke line or a heroin line with LNG cartel. Like, I think they'd find out more pertinent shit than this dead piece of shit from last season. So you are, you're not helping. She's not helping. Why is she here? Why? That phone call could only fuck things up and only she would be the one to make that phone call. Whew. Y'all, I I don't know, man. You know, I try to let Emily live, man, but I just, I can't. Like, she's, no. No, thank you. I'm done with Emily. Uh, nails. Oh, poor, sweet, sweet baby nails. Ah, I hate to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Hate to be that guy. But you come here because real is going to keep it real. So can I? Do I have your permission to keep it a buck? Because that's what the fuck I'm about to do. Ah, I hate to say it, but. That miscarriage will probably be the best thing that has happened to Nails thus far. Ah, it's nasty. I know. She was in love with her baby. She was excited. I can only imagine a mother getting right to the edge of being ready and then having to give birth to a baby that is not, you know, that's just traumatic. So I know you're like, oh, real, you're a complete piece of shit. How could you... But, I, I mean, what was the alternative? Your fiancé is in love with another woman who is coping with what he thinks is a dead child. You're his runner-up prize. He's never at home because he knows you're there. And he's out smashing his dead homie's daughter 
his dead homie's daughter got more dick from him than you this whole season. Like, that was going... Angel would have been the worst father. He has the best father to draw from, which is fucking sick. Which goes to show you, you could be the best parent in the world. You could want the best for your kids, provide it, create principles and all types of shit and show them what a man is like. Because, I mean, Felipe is a man. That's a man's man. That's a hell of a father and would have been a hell of a grandfather. You know what I'm saying? So, don't give me that bullshit of, oh, Angel's a piece of shit because he's never had a father figure. That goes to show, father figure, no, if you're just a piece of shit, you're just going to goddamn be a piece of shit. And it just is what it is. It's goddamn, it's nature, not nurture, goddamn it. I'm just saying. Angel would have been the worst father I could have ever fucking thought of. So, yes, while it sucks for nails and I hated it, I hated she had to go through it. Fucking Felipe being all strong for her and being there for her when his piece of shit son wasn't. Couldn't even get this nigga on the phone. True, he is going through some shit, but he had time to smash his man's daughter, so whatever. And then to see Felipe break down in the car once he was finally alone, that crushed me. Nothing worse than seeing a fucking grandpa cry. Like, I don't know if you've ever witnessed it personally, but it is fucking terrible. It's like, especially Felipe, like, shit. And that's and that's why, another thing I have an issue with this show, they have such a genius actor that they could just use, and they give him this motherfucker, like, three lines. Like, his face acting, his bout to, his crying in the car is some out-acting of several people who get to talk every fucking scene. And it's just mind-blowing that they cannot... So, you know what? But, while they dropped the ball in using uh, uh, Edward James, like, properly, they dropped the ball. He could be super actor for them. But, hey, salute to Felipe, man. Because he's getting a bag. I know he's one of the top paid because he's actually deserves it with his credentials. So he's probably one of the top top paid characters on there and only got to do a quarter of the work. So I say get your money, brother. If they decide not to just want you to act, fuck it, collect that check. Because this is a walk in the park for him. This show is a breeze. So uh, that's it for that. But yeah, I know y'all got... I already know the comments. I'm sorry, ladies. I know that... I'm going to be a piece of shit, but somebody had to say it. You know, somebody was thinking it like this might have been the best thing to happen to her because the alternative is you actually had this baby and angel, you know, angels out. And now you alone with this baby and you in love with a motherfucker that never loved you. It's just bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. Um, Now let's get to the meat and crooks of it. So Padrino. He is wanting answers. And anybody that thinks El Padrino's pussy, you clearly got it all fucked up. He knows from past experiences, past run-ins with the Suns, the Suns ain't, they they not the ones to fucking just go out there and line up with. They're outnumbered. The Mayans are outnumbered. He knows this. 
like any good general in war, let me find out why they fucking did this first. Because I'm confused. Why would the sons just come out murdering each other? And then, for us, give me, let me rewind just one second. When they was trying to figure out who hit them, Hank said they didn't have no cuts on. You know, they didn't have a vest on. But they didn't hide their faces. So they wanted us to know it was them. Was I the only one who was looking at that sentence like, they took their vests off, okay, but didn't cover their faces because they wanted us to know it was them who did it. They were sending a message. Why wouldn't you, why would you take your cut off? Why the fuck wouldn't you just come out, fully cut it up, scream SOA, bitch, and start spraying the crowd if you wanted to do a mess? Like, so I, I didn't know. That one, it just confused me. I was just like, I did, that made no sense. But, you know, I look too deep in the shows, and that's probably my problem. But, yeah. Now we're back. But, yeah, I don't. I think Padrino, he wants to know why. He needs to <clears throat> understand what the fuck is happening. Like, any good general should. Somebody just casted a war on us, and we don't know why. And I know that y'all ready for blood. I know y'all want to lay the murder game down. I would like retribution also. But cooler heads must prevail. Like, we have to, we can't go in through the front door. We got to figure out what the fuck's up and then figure out a way to retaliate. Maybe get their guard back down. Find out if they're satisfied. Let them get comfortable. But all the while, we mer that's good generalship. So, yes, I respect the Padrino for not jumping out and just wanting to shoot the shit up as much as I'd like to see it in reality. Yeah, that's what it is. And he was trying to teach Easy, like, bro, people have family. Like, Coco has a daughter. He's got a girl. He's got, nobody's going to see them again. I want to spill blood, but how much of it am I willing for it to be Mayan's blood? And that's what I would want to hear from my, from my general. I would want him to be looking at my life, taking it to an account, and saying, how do I go about this without putting you 100% at risk of death. Like, that's the type of lead. That's leadership. And that's what Easy should be drawn from. Um, Manny, y'all favorite Manny, popped up. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I want to hate on Manny, but I like Manny, man. He's with the bullshit. The nigga drove. The nigga fucking drove miles. He told his girl, look, you got to imagine this, right? Manny woke up. He heard the sons. The sons did what? And what? Who dead? Coco? Oh, shit. I know we about to go get it in. He went, he got that call, right? Click. Looked at his girl, kissed his baby and said, hey, daddy finna go to work. Hopped on his motorcycle, Dolo. Drove to a whole nother city, a whole nother chapter. Pulled up like, yo, I heard there was some sons killing about to happen. Sign me the fuck up. I said, I like that. I ain't gonna lie. Pam, I know you watching. Okay, I fuck with Manny. I like I like that energy. The nigga looked at his family and said, "Ah, daddy got to do what he got to do. I'm finna go, finna go lay the, I'm about to go lay the murder game down, B. It's not happening. My boys is into it, and we just got boys. But fuck it, I'm yeah, hey. But Manny showed his hand. Manny came to Easy. Now we know Manny's plan because I was so curious as to like why is Manny so on board with everything? Why is he? 
out of nowhere just a superhero, right? It's because he explained to Easy, there's a vacuum of leadership, and we are the ones that should fill it. We. He said, that patch on you ain't just for decoration. Because he's putting his money on Easy. He's like, Easy is the best bet to take this shit over, and I'm going to be right next to him because I'm going to come up with him. Manny, I like the way you're thinking. You're putting all your money in on him because you're done with Conche and them. I respect it. So you like fuck it. I'm putting my I'm putting my coins in on Easy. So now we know his uh, his uh, we know his ultimatum. What he wants to do. We know what he wants to do. He wants to take over his chapter. Easy takes over this. Boom. So I'm like, okay, I'll fuck with it. Now I know your secret plan, and I fucks with it. All right, at first you was just a little too sneaky for me, man. I ain't like it, but I like how you pulled up, and I like your ambition. And he gasses up Easy, because Easy was at first listening to El Padrino, but he was still tight, still wanted to go to war, still want that blood. But he was listening. But Manny said, fuck that. We ain't finna look like pussy. We ain't finna look bitch. We is not, well, hey, right now we look like a buffet to the sons. They, they just eating off our plate. It ain't happening. So, Easy concocts a plan again, bringing in Angel. I love it. I fucking love it. He said, "Hey, this might." Be, they, he said, "Hey, this is gonna be a suicide plan. So, the smaller the better. Right, it's gonna be me, Angel, Gilly, and Gilly. Like I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Angel, quiet. Like uh." Again, he gets signed up for some shit. I love how Angel just gets signed up. He just get recruited for every bullshit mission. And he deserves it. He should be a part of the bullshit. But uh, Gilly's like, hell yeah, Hank. Shut that shit down. I don't know how. I thought Easy was the vice president. But, you know. That's why I'm telling you. Hank got some pull, man. Hank ain't the one. Motherfuckers may be looking at Bishop sideways. May be looking at Bishop funny. But Hank... Y'all might be looking at the new president in Hank. I thought it could. I thought it might have been easy going for president. Maybe Hank VP. I don't know. Hank was holding court at that motherfucking table. He let Gilly know. Fuck that. You left us shorthanded before. It ain't happening again, nigga. We need you. So, nope, not you. Sorry. And I was like, damn. Hank looking real presidential in that bitch. So I'm like, y'all better watch out. Hank on the come up. He got, we, we, under, we overlooking him. Hank be showing up to Padrino house, having some man to man conversations. Now he coming to the table, telling niggas what they ain't, what they is and ain't going to do. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Hank is obvious. Got more lineage than fucking easy. So I don't know, but they come up with a suicide plan. So, uh, it is what it is. That's next episode. I just knew we was going to get straight to the murder, but of course, no, they're not going to do that straight away. Because, I mean, they got four episodes left. What they going to do? You know they're saving it. So let's not all get excited. It's going to be, you know, a while. Um, Miguel still got ties. He still got loyal people. Right? His 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 auntie kicked him out, said, look, they torturing the shit out of him. His auntie is so fucking cool. She got to be one of the coolest nuns I've ever seen. She just told him, like, look, Martin is over there getting 
disemboweled like fucking Mel Gibson and Braveheart. Like they stretching this nigga right now. So he's telling them exactly who's at the nun, who's there. They already know, fam. So you got limited time. I was like, that's some gangster shit. This nun is a fucking gangster. So yeah, here's your clothes. You gotta go. All right. And he's like, respect. May found some secret phone that never was charged but had battery. I wish. I wish I had that type of battery life. But um calls up somebody and they showed up. So Miguel still got people. I thought he was out there by himself. But clearly this was a spiritual retreat. So that lets me know Miguel still got workers. He still got soldiers. So I thought he was by himself. So that was a big reveal. I don't think he needs anybody. Because if he's got that one guy he could call that was ready, just waiting by the phone for Miguel, it's safe to say he's got another 50 or so that could do some damage. So Miguel still got power. He just ain't the man. So that's something to look out for. But yeah, man, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, This will be available on Spotify later today. Uh, the link will be in the uh, description later on. Not you know. Well, hopefully I get it up right away. But the links will be there. Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff, man. If you enjoyed it, subscribe, brother. And I'm going to see y'all for the overtime. You already know what to do. Get in them comments. Give me the questions, comments, concerns. And give me the fucking hot take. Spicy, muy picante. I need it. All right? And with that, protect your health, yourself, your wealth. Your boy Rail is out of here. Peace.